everyone, this is Empress Constance, and today I have the extreme pleasure of sitting down with Mistress Faith from bbwphonesexcalls.com. Hi, Miss Faith. Well, hey there, Miss Constance. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm so thrilled to be sitting down with you. How are you? I could not be better. I finally have Miss Constance all to myself after I've seen you and never talked to you before. <laughs> Yay, now we get like quality one-on-one time. We do. People are going to be jealous. People are going to talk. They should be. They should be. They should totally be jealous. All right, we're going to jump right into the questions. How long have you been doing phone sex for? Um, I want to say it's been about eight years because I got started when I was in college and I had a friend of mine that was actually working for a phone sex company and I was curious about it and so I said hey you know how does it work you know what does it do and she introduced me to it and yeah I want to say it's been about eight years which is kind of weird for me now (laughs) now that you say the number out loud yeah now that I'm like saying it out loud and it's like wow I yeah no And how long have you been with LDW? Um, I have been with LDW, I think, five of those years. I think I've been here five years now. Wow. It feels like it's been like a really – because I think I started in 2008 or 2009. I don't know. I'm horrible with numbers. I really am. Um, well, actually, that would be six years because I started in 2009. And I definitely started after you. So then maybe later so, in 2009? But it's still be six I've been years. Here, I've been here, quote, a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think I, I want to say it was like two, it was 2009. So, yeah, it's probably we're probably coming up. Oh, God, six years. That's awesome. There should be there should be some kind of award for that. There should be like, you know, you've been here six years. Here's like a gilded dildo or something. Oh, um, well, we don't talk about that, so you just have to wait for your actual official anniversary. You'll see. Oh, oh, did I just let the cat out of the bag, seriously? <laughs> or the cock out of the bag, <laughs> as the case may I never be. Let the, I never let the cock out. Don't be silly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and what would you say your style is? Well, I'm not real mean. Like, I'm, I'm not, you know, like one of these really strict, I'll never let you do that kind of mistresses. Um, I'm definitely dominant, but I like to have fun. So I like being a little teasing. I like being a little sensual. I can be strict when I have to be, but it's not my nature. So somewhere, I would say I'm, I'm fairly nice, except when I say no, and then everybody thinks I'm mean. <laughs> they always think we're mean when we say no. I know, but it's good for them. Builds exactly. character. It's for, it's for their own good. Exactly. I'm just looking out for the stroker's good health. Seriously. Exactly. All right. And where at in your home do you take your calls? Everywhere. There, There is no set place for me to take calls because um, I don't know if you know, I, I, I forget who I've told. I'm originally from Texas and I travel around the country. I never know where I'm going to be. I literally throw a dart at a map and say, that's where I'm going to live next year. I go back to Texas for two months out of the year. I'm in Texas, November and December. The rest of the year, I live everywhere else. 
And so I can't really set up one particular space to do calls in. So I just set up my whole place wherever I'm living that I can take a call anywhere. That's very cool. Yeah. So I can be comfortable no matter where I am. That's awesome. And the whole traveling around is awesome. All right. Do you have a set schedule? Well, I come from a family of gypsies. I kind of do. <laughs> um, I, I usually am taking calls between like noon and eight o'clock at night, sometimes as late as nine or ten. I'm usually gone by midnight. Okay. And do you take any appointments? I haven't really had anybody ask me to make an appointment. I, I generally, you know, usually as, as people are reaching out to me, I'm, I'm usually available. I've, I've Appointments to me, they don't really work with the way I do calls because I like to be able to just, you know, talk for as long as we're going to talk and not have to worry about, oh, well, I have an appointment in, you know, 45 minutes or something like that. So I, I tend to just sort of want things to flow the way they're naturally going to. Okay, very cool. And what are some of your favorite calls to do? Cocksuckers. <laughs> no hesitation. That, that's, that, no, there's no hesitation. Well, I sort of stumbled into the idea of guys sucking other guys' cocks when I was, I don't know, when I first went to college, maybe a little before that. And it really turned me on. And so I've always sort of been fascinated by gay porn. And so it was just a natural thing to say, okay, well, gay porn turns me on. Maybe, you know, cocksucking calls turn me on. And they totally do. That makes perfect sense to me. And I yeah. love gay porn too. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's so naughty. <laughs> it is. And, and man, there's some great cocksuckers in gay porn. Just saying. There are. There are. I actually, I may or may not be obsessively following some of them on Twitter. Just saying. <laughs> okay. Are there any type of calls that you do not take? Um, not really. I, I, I'm down for pretty much anything. As long as it's not, you know, illegal or anything like that, I'm down for it. Sweet. All right. What is one of the craziest things you were ever told or maybe you ever saw somebody do on webcam or maybe you had them do? <laughs> I would never make somebody do something naughty on cam, Miss Constance. I'm a good girl. Yeah, no, that doesn't even believe it. Um, What's the weirdest thing? Oh, God, I can't even think of anything. Like, there's been a lot of really funny experiences that I've had. Like, I had... Oh God, no, I had this, it, it, okay. It didn't really happen on a call. It happened in my, like, um, maybe I should back up. I'm engaged to be married and my fiance still lives in Texas. And obviously with him in Texas and me not in Texas, we spend a lot of time talking back and forth on phone and stuff like that. And I actually convinced him to go out and find a cocksucker to come over and suck his cock because it would be weird for me to say no you can't have sex while I'm not with you we have kind of a weird relationship but anyway so one time he invited this this cocksucker to come over and you know they were just getting to know each other and you know this guy really kind of didn't know what was going on so 
you know, he's there and I was on Skype watching them. And Diego had had told him beforehand, you know, my, my girlfriend is going to be watching us and this is what I want. And for some reason, he decided to come over dressed as me. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so he came over and he had a long black wig and he had like pancake makeup on his face to, you know, make his skin like more white. And he was wearing like a little black dress because I, I wear a lot of little black dresses. <laughs> and I just, I died laughing because he was a better looking me than I am. <laughs> <laughs> just waltzes into the door and Diego and I are both kind of, uh, okay. <laughs> so that was a little weird, but it was funny. We, we. We got a good laugh out of that one, you could say. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, their relationship did not last, so I wasn't able to see it more than once. But damn, was it funny the first time. <laughs> I bet it was. All right. Do you like doing two Mr. Skulls? I do. I like being able to sort of bounce off someone else and, you know, get somebody to do something really ridiculous and funny and sexy and fun and having you know some of the really lovely I've had some really lovely calls with some great women that you know sometimes I learn something from them sometimes they learn something from me and it all winds up with everybody walking away happy and that's a very good thing do you have any um go-to ladies for two mistress calls I don't is that weird no, actually, I think there's a few ladies that say that, that they just, you know, the ladies that work within the hours that they work, they've enjoyed all of them and, you know, whoever's on at the time. Yeah, I've, I've never had anybody that I've been like, wow, our personalities really don't mix well. I, I really probably don't want to do calls with her again. Everybody's that I've done calls with has been really, really great. Awesome. All right, I'm going to, the next two questions are kind of similar, so I'm going to ask them at the same time. Do you have any hobbies? And what do you do when you're not taking calls? I live and breathe for my next book. I am actually an author. That is what I do for a living when I'm not doing calls. And so I have a word count that I have to get to every day. And that's why, you know, I may get up at five o'clock in the morning, but I spend from like five in the morning until noon working on my book. I've published one book and I am working on my second. Very cool. Yeah. Wow. So I write dirty romance books. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. I know. I, I need here. No, it's such person. a stretch. It's, it's such a stretch. No. Um, I actually, I got started writing in like young adult science fiction romance kind of books and transitioned into like paranormal romance. And so that's what I do. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So tell me, what's your favorite sex toy to use on yourself? Hitachi. I love my Hitachi. I there's to me it's it's got to be a Texas thing, you know. Your vibrator should be something you have to kickstart to get going, and you know. <laughs> this question should be asked on the Family Feud, and the number one answer would be survey says Hitachi one. Hitachi, <laughs> absolutely, because it's 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 yummy. 
it absolutely And if I can't if I can't have my my boyfriend's cock that I want something yummy. All right. Well, what's your favorite sex toy to use on a partner? Strap on. <laughs> Again, no hesitation, strap on. No. No. I have a pretty pink one. It's it's um what is it? It's 8 inches long and it's pink and sparkly. Wow. Sissies love my strap on. Don't blame them. I do not blame them at all. <laughs> all right. Here's one that the guys seem to love the answer to. Have you ever been with a woman? I actually haven't. Is that weird? I've never no. been with I never had I never had the the inclination, I guess. Fair enough. Like just never there was never anybody that was interesting enough for me to say, Hey, I wanna have sex with you. I've always it's kind of been a, a guy's girl, I guess. <laughs> or like some women would say, strictly dickly. There you go. I am strictly dickly. <laughs> All right. Um, what is your favorite way to let loose and have a good time? I love going out with my girls. I love going out and just like having dinner, having a couple of drinks, and just painting the town, as they say. Um, I have a couple of really good friends that um, this year was the first year that I actually came back to where I was living before. Um, I lived in Marathon, Florida last year, and then I went home to Texas. And then when I was leaving to Texas, I actually talked to the people that own the house here, and I came back, back to Marathon. So I've had the chance to get some really good friendships down here. And there's a couple of girls my age that kind of live in the area. And we just go out, go to the beach, have fun, have a couple of drinks, pick up guys. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. And I don't have to think about it. I don't have to, you know, there, there's no thought process involved in this is what we're going to do. This is where we're going to go. I can literally just let go, go out, have fun, and come back refreshed, as they say. Yay. All right. You yeah. Use only one word to describe yourself. Fun. Yay, I love that. I I am fun. It you know, I'm I, I think that encompasses everything because I try to have a really good attitude about things. I always try to laugh and you know, I I want people to enjoy their time with me. So I'm I am fun. Right. Okay. So if it were you and only one other man left on this earth, who would you want that man to be and why? I would want it to be my fiance Diego because I'm really kind of in love with him. <laughs> he's really he's so sweet and he's so good to me and he has such a big cock. Oh well, <laughs> hello Diego, how you doing? Yeah, he um he asked me to marry him at Christmas and so I'm still kind of in love enough to say I'd want it to be him. Yay. Well, I figure, you know, if I'm going to spend the rest of my life with him, he may as well be, you know, my go-to, hey, you know, if we get overtaken by the zombie hordes, I want you to be with me. Very cool. All right. Because of the work that you do on the phone and our, you know, our kinky jobs, do you see everyday things in, like, kinky ways now? <laughs> I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> like, when, like I said when my girlfriends and I go out, sometimes I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, yeah, he's wearing panties. 
<laughs> or, you know, like if I see a guy like eating something, I'll be like, yeah, he sucks dick. <laughs> it just, I think it happens to everybody when they've, you know, when they've been in the industry for, you know, a little while, your brain just automatically goes there. I think I don't think it's weird. I don't think it's weird. I think actually we are more interesting people to hang out with because of it. I am definitely the dirtiest friend in my little group. Mine too. I can make I can make everybody blush. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And I think I think the people that hang out with you and you know the ladies that do this sort of thing never know what's going to come out of our mouths and that keeps people it keeps things fun and exciting and interesting so. it does it does i totally buy that one cool all right here's a very vanilla one what's your favorite food oh god it would have to be barbecue Mm-mm-mm. It, it would but i but okay just between you me and anybody that listens to this I'm I'm going to betray my heritage. Uh oh. I I don't like Texas barbecue. <gasps> I know. I know it's so wrong. They're, they're gonna like revoke my citizenship and I'm gonna have to stay an American as opposed to being a Texan. But no, I like Kansas City barbecue. I spent eight months living in Kansas City, Missouri, and I just love Kansas City barbecue. But don't tell anybody, okay? Okay. It's just (laughs) our secret. Yeah, it's just you, me, and anybody that listens to this. Exactly. Moving on in infamy on the internet for the rest of my life, yeah. Yep. No, it's totally fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what's your favorite drink? Um, like drink drink or just like drink? Either or, or both. Tequila. Because, again, Texas. Yay. Um... (laughs) Or water. I, I don't really drink a lot of pop, so. Good. Water's good for you, and so is tequila. Tequila is good for everybody around me because I get exponentially more fun the more tequila you put into me. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, out of all the things on your wish list, if somebody wanted to get you something that you really, really have been wanting, what would that one item be on your wish list right now? There's a set of pans, like like kitchen pots and pans on there that I'm literally jonesing for because now that I'm getting married, I'm having to do that whole, you know, set down roots, build an actual house thing. So, yeah, there's there's a set of pots and pans on there that I really want. But, I mean, really anything for the house because I'm putting it together is is makes me happy. Yay. Yeah. I have no idea where the house is going to be, and I have no idea where we're going to live because I hate Texas. But, you know, we're going to build a house somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good luck figuring that one out. Yeah, that's why we haven't picked a date for when we're actually getting married yet because he has to stay in Texas because that's where his job is. (laughs) Oh. Uh -oh. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, it's fun. (laughs) Good luck with that. (sighs) Yeah. All right, so rank in the order of importance the traits that you like most in your submissive man. Respect, loyalty, generosity, and obedience. Loyalty, obedience, respect, and generosity. Very I want nice. You to be, I, I want you to be loyal to me. I, I, you know, if nothing else, I expect loyalty. 
and I think loyalty and respect kind of go hand in hand, but obedience and, and, and respect definitely go hand in hand. You should be loyal and you should do as you're told. And generosity is nice, but eh, not super important in my world. I'd rather you respect me. Everybody should respect me in the morning, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Our next group of questions are for, from Cannibal on Enchantrix Empire. You may or may not have come across him over your time here at LDW. And if you have, please don't be afraid. I don't know that I have because I don't go on Enchantrix Empire a lot. So I don't know that I have. Oh, good, good. Then don't, you know, he's harmless. <laughs> oh, God. Har right. Harmless is usually a very terrifying word. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go. All right, the first one's a three-part question. I'll ask you all three. Oh, Luke, God. I know, right? <laughs> Hold on to your panties, honey. Right. Oh, God, I was supposed to wear panties, too? Oh, no. Commando. Sweet. I'm in Florida. Nobody wears panties in Florida. Yes, we do, honey. I'm in Florida, too. And I wear panties, but I'm not wearing them currently, just saying. Yeah, see? Nobody in Florida wears panties. <laughs> At least not today, anyways. Exactly. Too hot. Okay. Right. What do you got for me? When was I am ready for your three-part question. <laughs> Here we go. When was the last time you were violent? Were you in the right, and would you do it again? Um... I would definitely do it again. I think I was definitely in the right. And I want to say it was probably, I don't know, I was young. I was, I was 18 years old. So almost, a ten, almost 10 years ago, um, there was an incident with a cousin of mine. And I believed that she was doing something that I did not approve of. And things became very physical. And I beat the shit out of her, basically. And yeah, I'd do it again. But I don't think I've been violent with anybody since then. Well, good. You're not a violent person. All right. Next question is, what does the phrase, the dark side of the moon, mean to you? Um, black werewolves. <laughs> I I don't know the phrase. It's from a I'm, Pink Floyd album, which is way before your time. So I don't blame you for not knowing it. Yeah, no, not ringing any bells. So we're just going to go with black werewolves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the very next question is, are you frightened of dying? Yeah, I am. Because you don't know what's coming after it, and I don't want this to end. So, yeah, no. I don't want to die. I don't think anybody does, really. No, I don't think so either. All right, the next one's a two-part question. I'll ask okay. you both. Are you worried about going mad slash crazy, and have you ever gone mad? I don't know that I have. I mean, like, my, my personality is, is kind of, I'm pretty easygoing. It, it takes a lot to wind me up, so I don't know that I've ever gone batshit crazy on anybody. So I, I can't be afraid of something that I don't think I would ever do. Right? Fair enough. I mean, honestly, that's, that's <laughs> the honest answer, so. 
yeah, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm pretty easygoing. I'm, I'm laid back. I don't really, you know, I, I've never, you know, had somebody, oh, watch out for Faith. She'll go batshit crazy on you. So. Good. Yeah. Good to know, for sure. Exactly. All right. Last... You know, not that anybody should take that as a challenge, mind you. <laughs> yes. Don't push her. <laughs> Um, all right, last one from Cannibal. Do you crave or lust for money? Oh, God, no. You either have it or you don't. There's no reason to lust after it and, you know, compromise everything and do all that. Nah. Money's nice, but I don't need it. Good attitude. Yeah. All right. Says the, you know, says the woman who, you know, is a struggling writer. <laughs> <laughs> You learn to live without the things you don't have. Amen to that. <laughs> All right. Our next one is kind of long, so just bear with me. But it, he's actually asking for some advice. Um, and it's okay. from Jizhead from Enchantrix Empire. Okay. I know. Nice name, right? Hey, you know, whatever works, man. <laughs> All right. How do I convince my wife to let me spend more money on another mature metal chastity device? The one I have doesn't fit very well. It's my fault because I didn't measure correctly when I ordered it. My wife says I'm too picky and it's a waste of money and I should just wear the one I have. But I want it to fit right. Otherwise, it won't work properly. I thought about ordering one secretly and just switching them out, but she might be able to tell the difference in size. I don't know. What's your advice? It's a health concern, actually. If you have a chastity device that doesn't fit properly, you can actually cause yourself physical damage. And I'm sure your wife doesn't want to pay hospital bills to fix what you broke. So just tell her it's cheaper to order the new device than it is to have to pay for doctor's visits and shit like that later. Great answer. Yep. <laughs> I'm, you know, when it comes to taking care of your body and your health, really yeah, you screwed up, so you should take your lumps for it, but don't don't endanger your health. I couldn't that's, agree That's more. kind of bad. Yeah. All right. Our next set of questions are from BFLA, or you might know him as Writer Boy. I'm, I'm not really sure if you know him, but he's also from Enchantrix Empire and all around the I site. Feel like there's, I feel like there's all these people that I don't know. <laughs> oh my God, you got to go on Enchantrix Empire and get to know everybody. And then I'll never get my word count done, and then I'll be poor. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you've, you've got some serious uh, work to do, so, yeah. You can say hi to everybody for me. Okay, or everybody can, you know find me on Twitter because Twitter you can find me on but yeah the rest of it I would get totally nothing done <laughs> well now they're going to hear this and they'll be hitting you up so it's all there right. you go alright so is your non-LDW personality any different than the way you are on the phone with callers god How? no no this is pretty much me I, I don't really change one way or the other all right. Do you think of yourself as a femdom in the rest of your life? Why or why not? That's a hard one because I like if you if you say the word femdom or the word mistress to me, I think of women that are much more aggressive than I am. Like I'm, I'm definitely dominant, but I don't think of myself as being like a femdom or a mistress. You say that to me, I think of somebody wearing black leather yelling at you in German. <laughs> And that's totally not, not me. 
Good to so know. I I I'm expectant. Like I expect obedience, but I'm I'm not like some screaming German lady in black leather carrying a whip, making you you know crawl on the floor like a dog. <laughs> All right. Name one thing about yourself you think would surprise people. Most people are shocked to know that I wrote a book. Like most people would never expect that of me because they don't think of me as, as like having the discipline to sit down and do that because I'm sometimes a little flaky. And so when people find out I wrote a book, they're like, really? You, you wrote a book and like got it published? And I'm like, uh, yeah. So that's my surprising story. Nobody knows I'm a published author. That is a, that that's going to be a surprise to everybody. That's very cool too. Yep. Okay. What traits and colors interest you or excite you, but not in a sexual way, the most? What what? What traits in colors? Oh, colors! I thought you said colors. I'm like colors, <laughs> like blue. <laughs> no. What traits and colors interest you or excite you the most? And he doesn't mean sexually excite you. I like a guy with a good brain in his head. Somebody that I can like have a conversation with beyond like like beyond the the hey that was fun let's do it again but somebody that can actually like have a conversation and weave a story and and you know sort of get to know someone. I like that in a guy. Cool. All right. What traits do you look for or think are most compatible with you for someone to become a regular client of yours? You have to be fun. I I I can't do like callers that always want to be punished or you know are always looking for you know for me to be mean to them or something like that. You should be fun. You should you know not be ashamed of who you are, unless you have a small penis, then you should totally be ashamed. <laughs> but like you know, people that really get who they are and they're comfortable with it. I, I love that in somebody. And so, you know, the opposite is true. If you're like really insecure about yourself or, you know, you want some, you're, you're looking for somebody that's, you know, going to constantly yell and punish you. That's really not me. I mean, there's a lot of mistresses that do that, but that's not me. I think that's very valuable information for anybody listening to hear from you. Yes. Be fun. Be fun. All right. <laughs> Do your family and close friends know you work in the phone sex business? Why or why not? Dear God, no. <laughs> well, actually, that's not true. Diego knows um, because I've I've done calls from his house before. But as far as like my family or or anybody else, no, no, that would that would not go over well at all. I come from a super conservative family. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. Actually, that's another surprising thing people don't know about me. I was raised gypsy. Oh, right. Right. And they're super, super, super conservative, believe it yeah. or not. I should have been married by the time I was 16, according to my family. And like most of my cousins and stuff, they were married and, you know, out of school and having kids by the time they were 16, 17 years old. So I, I come from a really super, super duper restrictive family. So them knowing what, what I do, yeah, no. <laughs> There's a reason I live in a separate state. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. my God. 
All right, next one. How long do you see yourself staying a phone sex mistress? Do you see yourself leaving for any other pursuits? And if so, what would make you leave? I think I would stop doing it if I got picked up by one of the big five publishing houses. Like if, if I, if my books ever got picked up by like a mainstream publisher and I could live my life as an author full time, I would probably stop doing phone work because I, I think it would be too much of a conflict for me in my head because I write, you know, young adult books and then going into phone sex the the two no <laughs> that that doesn't really mesh right right so good to know all right last question from bfla how did you get into the phone sex business i had a friend of mine when i was in college that you know i was working in a coffee shop i was making you know dick for money and she was doing phone sex and she always had money and I kind of was interested. I was like, you know, how do you do it? What do you do? And she introduced me to it. And she actually got me my first position with a phone sex company. And it went from there. And I've been doing it ever since. So you went from making dick for money to making money better money for dick. <laughs> no, I never pay for dick, honey. No, no, no. Or you no, make no, money from dick. dicks. I I make my money from dicks. Yes. <laughs> I went from making dick for money to making money from dick. Yes. That's it. <laughs> cool. All right. The next set of questions, there's a few of them, from Steph from Enchantrix Empire. When was the first time you made love in the backseat of a car? I have never made love in the backseat of a car. Well, you have to understand, I was 20 years old when I lost my virginity. Oh. I was 20. <laughs> okay. So I never had the chance to do all of that. Gotcha. So I I tell you what, I, I will we'll say this. I'm supposed to go to Texas next month. I'll get in Diego's backseat and let him fuck me. Okay. Sweet. So June of 2015. <laughs> There you go. All right. Next question. What was your most memorable date? When Diego asked me to marry him. I know it's super sappy and it's so corny, but when he asked me to marry him at Christmas, he took me out to, um, there's this place on his land that um, you can sort of look and you can see the whole prairie in front of you. And it's just a really pretty area. And he brought a picnic out and we were freezing our asses off. And <laughs> it was just really romantic and really sweet. And when he got down on his knee and, and you know, did the whole proposal thing, I, I blubbered like a baby. I totally own that. Oh, that is wonderful, though. Yeah. All right. Last question from Steph. If you could be any female singer, past, present, or future, who would you be and why? Oh, God. I can't even carry a tune in a bucket. Um, Miley Cyrus. Really? I, I, I would be Miley Cyrus because a lot of people think that she's, you know, that she's out of control and she's very controversial and she's this and she's that. I think she's really inspiring. I really think that, yeah, she does a lot of things to get the media attention, but she's got a good head on her shoulders, I think. 
And I think she's, you know, she's managed her life up to this point very, very well. And I, I, if I could be half as successful and have half the business head that she has, I think I'd be okay. Very interesting. Very. Although I'd have, I'd have to have an ass implant because that girl got no ass. <laughs> oh my God, she don't. She ain't got no titties. She ain't got no ass. Oh no, I'm okay with the no titties thing, but I gotta have an ass. <laughs> All right. Um, the next questions are going to be kind of basic information questions. We know your blog is bbwphonesexcalls.com. Are you on social media sites? I am on Twitter. And how can they find you? They can find me by going to BBW Cupcake Girl on Twitter. Very cool. And how about Tumblr? Um, my blog is actually my Tumblr. So if you're on Tumblr and you're looking for me, it's the BBW phone sex calls. It's the same thing. Awesome. Well, Miss Faith, I want to thank you so much for sitting down with me. Is there anything else you'd like to share with all the listeners? I've had so much fun in the time that I've been with LDW. And I just want to thank everybody that's done a call with me before. That, you know, it's it's been just a really, really great time in my life. Oh, and I'm looking forward to a lot more of it. Oh, so cool. And if you would like to spend some one-on-one time with Mistress Faith, you can reach her at 1-800-601-7259.